Hello and welcome to another edition of the Third Shift Football Podcast. This time we take a look forward to all of Week 17's games, talk about Thursday Night Football, and congratulate Josh McDaniels for finally doing what John Gruden cut it, breaking Derek Carr. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? We hope you're having a great holiday season on the Third Shift Football Podcast. I am Josh Atkins with Neil Tarver. Neil, how are we doing? Yeah, I'm doing okay. Just um, enjoying Thursday Night Football feels like it would be a lie. I am watching Thursday Night Football. You know, but we should enjoy it. It's the last one of the season. We should yeah, that doesn't mean I have to enjoy it. This is like one of those devil's bargain games where it's like, what's a good game from last Sunday that I could use for an example? I feel like anything involving... Oh, here's a good one. It's like that watching uh, Cardinals Bucks last Sunday and you're like, wow, mm. this is a shit game. So it was like, you'll be begging for this game come, come like July. And I'm like, you know what? No. I'll be <laughs> no. begging for good football in July. Whatever the fuck is happening right here can stay right the hell here. You know, I wish I was watching instead of actually this Cowboys-Titans game. And I know we do a pro football podcast, but Neil and I love college football. I wish I was watching Washington-Texas. Oh, good old Alamo Bowl action? Yeah, the one... That's both. the Alamo Bowl, right? I'm not, like, fucking it up. Is. Okay, it good. Is. Yes, yes, yes. I am so pissed we never went to the Alamo Bowl when we were there. Oh, I wanted no, to go. I'm pissed we didn't I go wanted to, to go. Rose no, no, no. Bowl. Screw that. I want to go to the Alamo Bowl so much more than the Rose Bowl. Shut your San An- no, San Antonio, much better city. There's the Riverwalk. There's all the wonderful food. It's gorgeous. You can go see the Alamo. You can go to like SeaWorld, which like, you shouldn't go to SeaWorld. You can go to the theme parks around there. There's all, you can go to Schlitterbahn or something. There's all those oh. options. In L.A., you march in a long-ass parade that only boomers care about. There's nothing to do without driving anywhere. It's all the shit. And you don't get to play your music on a boat going down a river. Neil. Boat going down the river, Josh. All right. I'm going to pretend that you just said you didn't want to go to the Rose Bowl when we were in the band at Utah. No, I wanted to go to the Alamo Bowl more. You can't pretend to unhear that. Okay, what if what if we could have had the Alamo Bowl and the Rose Bowl? Yes, I would have liked that. But, but we had two Vegas Bowl games. And I hated that. Of I do course. not like I don't like the Vegas Bowl, but that's because by the time I'm not much of a gambler, I am also not much of a smoker, and I drink but not like competitively, which is what's required in Vegas. So <laughs> I'm a broke college student in Vegas multiple times a year at a certain I, I, point. I want to I reiterate the broke college thing. We got paid for free to go there, and we got a lot of money. Yeah, we, we got a good per diem, and that would, what, buy us, like, what, five drinks? Um, No, for the we, week? we went for the basketball tournaments. We got paid. Yes, and I needed to use that on food. Uh, I listen, needed to use that on where, the where occasional going gambling. Nancy's restaurant or some shit? Where the fuck were you going on the strip? Everything's expensive on the strip. Um, <laughs> were you going to Popeyes with Andy every day? You're better than that. Listen, that I loved Andy. I love him dearly, but he went to Popeyes every day. And one, I'm not so... sure how his colon survived. And two, there are better options. Our best friend, his name is Andy Moore, Andrew Moore. We call him Andy. God bless him. That man, 
loved going to Popeyes in Vegas when there was a Raising Canes just down the road from Mark Hotel every day. And he's like, what is he, like 6'4"? He doesn't gain any weight at all. No, that motherfucker's skinny as a post. I love him dearly, but fuck him and his biology. I'll get thanks on that later. Okay, we're off tangent. So anyway, uh, a lot, <laughs> lot to talk about. Um, we're gonna talk, we're gonna do our New Year Six bowl games, which yes, Rose Bowl. You can pencil Utah winning and covering from us. Um, we're gonna go over NFL news. We're gonna pick the games. Uh, Thursday night football is going on. The Cowboys finally quit fucking around finding out, although they still yeah, their defense is still fucking around finding it's out. Seventeen to six <laughs> with less than seven minutes going to third quarter. Um, let's get to the news first. Um, Neil alluded to an intro. Josh McDaniel killed Derek Carr, pretty much. Uh, he is no longer going to play the rest of the year. He has been excused from the team, which I find that Bush League, like Matt Ryan's been benched twice in his answer to the media. You can face the music, bud. Right? Like, the team said yes, so they're clearly they were a part of this decision. They were, but like, don't you want to talk about you know what side? you know what no this is uh, you know what i'm i get why he doesn't want to oh no i get it i'm i don't know like hold on should no he doesn't have to because frankly as somebody who's observed the raiders from the outside his entire life Derek carr did his best Derek carr always tried Derek carr always cared about that team and was legitimately doing his best down there and they have literally just basically killed him and crossed him to the curb no I don't want to go out there and pretend be all like, oh yeah, it's right for the end. Fuck you. I'm going home. I gave my best for you. I did my all for you. I did everything. And you just kicked me to the curb for Jarrett Stidham for no fucking reason. Well, they did Fuck for you. money. They did for money. I know. It's no different than the Colts did for Matt Ryan. But what do you do now? Like you have, a, obviously you have severed ties with your franchise quarterback, whether he is a franchise quarterback or not, he has been your guy. He's better than what he was this year, I can tell you that. They traded two first-round picks for Devontae Adams, and he's pissed about this, as he wanted to go to the Raiders for Carr since they played at Fresno State together in college. I'm Josh not sure Jacobs what the way is going to be a free agent. Oh, and judging by how he's talking, he doesn't want to be there either. So, like, you have to blow it up, right? You have to trade Carr. Mm-hmm. You have to trade Devontae Adams. And blow it up with a brand new stadium and moving to a new market. That's disastrous. Yeah, it's I don't know. Like I don't know what they're gonna do, to be frank. They have cap space, so that's helpful. But they and then they they, they're, 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 I, but I they have they no... were gonna go after Tom Brady, and now that ain't gonna happen if Devontae's not there. He ain't going there. Hold on, I'm looking up the Raiders. It's just so they have cap space. I know that they have some of the more cap space in future. But they have all line problems. They have defensive problems. Like they have their first next year. I thought they traded that away. I thought they traded away too. Or is it next year's first? Oh, it's not nice first down run by the Titans. They're on fourth and two. I don't know what it is. Anyway, they do have their picks. It looks like, but that's I, I'm looking at a third party source. Um. I don't know what they're going to do, to be quite frank with you. Maybe they can draft a starter. This could be a very starter-heavy draft. But they have so many holes. Yeah, they have so, Their O-line sucks. The Most of their defense sucks. Their pass rush is okay. Their linebackers suck. Their cornerbacks suck. Their safety suck. 
they have so many holes all around. They're going to lose Derek Carr. If Devont, if they're going to blow this up and Devontae forces this way out, they're going to be, they're going to need a receiver. They're going to need running back. They, they need so many things. So one, how are you going to entice a decent quarterback to come there when this year was a disaster and you're, you're, everything's bad. You have no real hope going forward unless you can convince guys to sign there, which I doubt it's, they're in a bad place. They really bet all in on this season and kind of like the Broncos, it has blown up in their faces. I'd say they're fucked, but oh no, they're know. they're the only way they can salvage it is by bringing Carr back. But if you're Carr, why would you do that? This decision means they're not bringing Carr back. The, oh, the, no. What if they were bringing him back? They'd have him play. He'd be playing right now because you need to build a continuity. So yada, it, yada, yada. They do have their first round pick, but here's the problem: is is so. Okay. It's too high of a pick, though. It's eight. What, it's like eight or take, nine. So you can take maybe, Anthony Richardson. Maybe Will Levis or somebody falls to you. Okay, great. But who's going to develop him? What? Oh, because one, Josh McDaniel, I don't know if he can develop a QB. He fucking tried in Denver and failed miserably. I, I feel like he was really good with Mac that his only year. In, yeah, as a coordinator, he wasn't necessarily. Was he the QB's right. coach? I'm not sure what all jobs he had. I. Offensive coordinators enough. I mean, you have to work Fair, with the quarterback right. every day. But so let's say you grab him. You don't have really any vets because Derek will be gone. You don't have really vets in the room other than fucking Nathan Peterman. God, to, don't, to don't bring Simeon. him up to Bills fans. Also, or, wait, actually, what a what's... ball by Dobbs there. Yeah, he's a place playing nice. I don't like, like TNF's doing fucking Malik Willis dirty. He's a rookie. He's in a system that doesn't fit his skill set. Like, oh, look how many yards Dobbs is throwing for us. Like, fuck you guys. You can say that and not instantly bring up Malik Willis every time just because they don't want to sit. Okay, I'm not going to get, we'll get in that rant later. Um, But my point being is you get him, you have no one to learn under. Your own line still sucks ass. You're going to get killed every other play. That's a horrible environment to learn under. And you know where you get good offensive line talent? High in the draft. Yeah. It's their... their, their like, I, I trade Carr and get try to get a first-round pick. It's not a high second. Devontae is worth the first-rounder. You can get one of your first back. Mm-hmm. And I trade Max Crosby for a first. I would really blow it up. That may be the play. Because they could suck next year mm-hmm. and Grant get Drake May or Caleb Williams. And then you're ready yeah. to go. Yeah, like fix the O line, just really eat a year and then hope you can. <laughs> then grasp your own aliens, the AFC West quarterback's arms race. <laughs> uh, I just want to put a disclaimer Drake May is going to be a better quarterback prospect than Caleb. Okay, let's not let your nope. hate cloud your judgment. No, 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 no. I love Drake May. I like he... Drake May too, but they do different things and they're both are equally valuable. They're equally valuable. I just feel like Drake is going to fit better than Caleb. I also, Caleb's antics rub me off wrong. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> On a serious, think about Baker Mayfield. Think about we Darian have had Manziel. this conversation right. so many times. We're not anyway. rehashing it. Anyway, um, so there was that news about the Raiders. We'll see what happens. They have to trade Carr, I think, three days after the Super Bowl or his guarantee money kicks in. I think that's what I saw during the week. And then the other one that happened on Tuesday or it was Monday night after we recorded, J.J. Watt announced his retirement after the season. 
first ballot Hall of Famer, right? Unanimous. Oh, absolutely. It's I mean, a shame only, he couldn't be healthier. Yeah, but, but he was the most dominant player in his generation, kind of like his brother is right now. Which is uh, TJ Watt, right? He's more dominant than T. He was more dominant than TJ is, but also helps that there's more elite pass rushers right now. Right, right now. Oh man, Dobbs almost got that touchdown. Yeah, because I mean, back then what? It was JJ. It was. Oh, you're asking my brain to pull up some things right Robert now. Robert Mathis um, was still pretty good then. Uh, the Justin Houston, uh, Tom Bahali tandem in case they was were good. good. Um. I feel like the Cowboys had somebody. There was good guys, but JJ was like what well, Aaron Donald, TJ Watt, the Bosa brothers, Khalil Mack. I mean, there's just a lot more. It feels like in today's era, Chris Jones. It, yeah, there's Chris Jones Micah as Parsons. well. Right. Yeah, Micah's that that boy. He is. He is him. Nice touchdown by the Titans. Wow, third and six, two oh four to go. This I mean, is a they, shocker. They need this. They need this to keep their playoff hopes alive. Well, the, the tight so um the Titans. The Titans need this to keep their playoff hopes alive. No, they don't. So if they lose this one, they're gonna be a game behind. Let's who's Jacksonville playing this week? The Texans. Okay, so they're gonna be a game behind Jacksonville. But all they have and... to do is win a be and because they already had the tiebreaker. No, they don't. They lost to Jacksonville, remember? Oh, you're right. So it'll be one and one, and then it comes down to divisional records, which uh, teams that have lost to the Texans, the Titans, teams that have not lost to the Texans, the Jaguars. So, I mean, I can pull up that stand. As of today. Yeah, you know, the Texans right now are currently in their fuck around find out phase. So what's divisional? Hold on. What's like their divisional records? This is a tangent. I thought it was deciding no matter what happens tonight okay yeah it okay no you're right it would be a winner take all because that would mean that jacksonville's three and two in division and tennessee would be three and two in the division and if they win they'd have the same record yep yeah no it actually would be winner take all because then the winner would be you don't think sunday night football is going there right yeah probably they have to. They gotta go to Jacksonville, right? It's in Jacksonville. I believe week so, yeah. eighteen. Hey, at least it'd be decently warm. Can't complain about that. Um, let's let's go over these playoff scenarios, Neil, before we go into okay. the games. So, we have one spot left in the AFC minus the, the AFC North division and AFC South division. And then we have the AFC, the NFC East is still available at this current moment. Unless the Cowboys lose and the Eagles get it regardless. And we have two spots left in the NFC in the wild card, the six, seven spot. So according to ESPN.com, you can find this on their website. Uh, the Bills will clinch home field advantage with um, a win over the Bengals in Cincinnati. They are favored, by the way. By one in a Kansas City loss, which let's be honest with ourselves, Kansas City is not losing their next two games. Don't, don't, don't say I just that. did it. Don't just put that it. evil on me. Next is the Bengals. Oh, they're they going to lose to the fucking Raiders. The Bengals can clinch the AFC North with a win and Baltimore loss or tie or a Cincinnati tie in a Baltimore loss. 
And the other thing, too, the one seed is in play for Cincinnati if the Chiefs were to lose and the Bengals were to win out. Yep. So there, there is that. And obviously, the Chiefs went out and the Bengals lose a game. Or the Bills lose a game. They get the one seed. Mm-hmm. So there's that. The Dolphins can clinch a playoff berth with a win over the Patriots and a Jets loss or tie, or Miami tie, Jets loss, Steelers loss or tie. So that's your AFC scenarios. Again, all this on ESPN.com. For the Giants, there is a mouthful. Just win. Against (laughs) the worst team in football right now, which is the Indianapolis Colts. Just win. I'm not going to go over the other scenarios. Just win. You're not going to go over the other six scenarios. (laughs) No. That's a mouthful. I I don't want to do that. The Eagles can clinch the NFC East with a win or tie or Dallas lose. So very... Eagles fans are very much watching this Cowboys game with interest. They can clinch home field advantage with a win or Philly tie, Minnesota loss or tie. Excuse me, big yawn is 10-23 in the East Coast. Or Philly tie, Minnesota loss or tie, or Dallas loss or tie plus mini loss plus San Francisco loss or tie. So just win, basically. <laughs> yes. Buccaneers, you win the NFC South if you beat the Panthers. If you lose to the Panthers, it's going to get real spicy on week 18. Please make it spicy. I want the Panthers in the playoffs. on your sad excuse for a football team. The Washington Commanders, who are starting Carson Wentz, which let's get weird about that. They clinch a playoff berth with a win. And a Seattle loss, a Lions loss, and a Packers loss or tie. If they lose, it gets real interesting for that last spot. Because the Giants aren't losing to the Colts. Never say never. Listen, Neil. I'm going to say this once and once only. If the Colts win that game in the Meadowlands, I'm going to riot. They need to lose and get the and get a better draft pick. They can get as high as three. I'm pretty sure they can get to three. Man, T. White Hilton. Yeah, he's been real nice for their offense. God, he's, I, I, okay, so I want to talk about this. We're down to playoff scenarios. It's tangent night. So the Colts obviously did not bring him back after he had a successful-ish season last year. As the Which veteran. really was a kindness in disguise. Well, it's because Carson sucked at the end, didn't help his case. But T.Y.'s been always reliable. He's always had great hands. He learned from Reggie Wayne, his rookie, his first two years in the league, first two or three. And <clears throat> now he doesn't have the elite speed that he used to have, but he's still got one of the best hands in the league. And honestly, there's only two reliable options on third down if you're a Cowboys fan. It is C.D. Lamb and T.Y. Hillen because the other guys either drop the ball or put no effort. Like Dalton Schultz today, that would that pick that should never happen. If he fights for it, it's probably incomplete. Yeah, he was kind of moving the other way. I, I was more mad at him. Like the guy started running away from me. It was like, eh. it's like okay, Dalton, run. But yeah, I'm just saying T.Y. 
that was a great pickup. I, I know OBJ would be great, but he's not ready to play. This move for TY was awesome. It's been a nice addition. It's been more than I thought it would. I mean, clearly it's no bringing a... <sighs> Odell? No. Worse. The guy who Terrell. thinks he gets Terrell, Terrell Owens. It's not bringing Terrell Owens back, but... <laughs> I don't kind of want to see that. Yeah, in the same way that I kind of want to... In the same way that I wanted to see Randy Johnson hit that bird with the ball. <laughs> it's a terrible idea. I just kind of want to see it once, though. He's 49 years old. I know. And he keeps like, oh, I was in contact with the Cowboys. I'm like, did you text him like, hey, what up? Need a receiver? And they went, who's this? <laughs> Call me, maybe. Call me, maybe. Um, You have anything you want to add on this Cowboys-Titans game before we pick the rest of the slate? Well, no. I mean, we're going to have to talk about it because we're still what in the third quarter <laughs> i mean we're just anything you want to add from the first half before we go through these games because once it started on three games it's hard to jump back and forth uh the cowboys need more effort they, they've looked disengaged in the first half they've been better in the second but they look disengaged in the first half and you're not going to beat playoff teams like that Although you are in the NFC, so you may be able to beat playoff teams like that. But if you play San Francisco or Philly or anybody who's worth a shit, you can't play like this. Now, Dallas doesn't do that. But if you fuck around and find out with, like, let's say the Giants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, no, want... who would they play in the first round? They play the, the Panthers. Boxes. They would play the Panthers. If you, the you fuck around and find out with the Panthers, or Panthers, you might lose that game. You could probably fuck around with the Bucks. They're just a sad excuse for a football team. <laughs> they have no life. Like they just, they're dead inside. No. Oh, this is a big injury though for the Cowboys. 63. Oh, Tyler Bada, BBS. Oh, that is. Yeah, they don't. They're already offensive. thin on the offensive line. Oh, got rolled up on. Oh, oh no. God damn it. Oh, no. Ow. He's their center, right? Um, I don't know. He had no, it looks like he was the left guard. Okay, okay. that's still, it's still not good. Yeah, anyway. Okay, let's go through the games. This is the first uh playoff scenario. The Patriots host the Dolphins. The Patriots need this win to get back into the playoff picture. They lose, it's over. Uh, Tua is out with another concussion. That was the other thing we forgot to bring up. This whole Tua concussion thing we talked about on Monday. He did? Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Anyway. He needs to not play anymore this year. I don't give a shit if you make the playoffs. He's done. This is it. Easily his third concussion this year. No. He needs to be shut the <clears throat> fuck down before his brain explodes. Please. Because it will. And he'll die on the field. And like, we don't please. need that. Just stop. <sighs> so the Patriots are two and a half point favorites. I feel like that's fair. Where's set? It's at New England. It's in Foxborough. Our boy Teddy Two Hands is playing. I hate this game. Yeah, I don't have it either. Because I don't trust the Patriots offense for a whole game. But I don't trust the Dolphins offense right now either. Although I, I don't trust Teddy. Controversial pick. Teddy might be slightly better right now than Tua with, you know, rattled and all that stuff. 
because you Teddy is at least a more experienced quarterback, so maybe he'll do some things. This is this is tough. Like the Dolphins had to commit to the run game, and their yeah. line has to win. <laughs> I'm gonna take the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. I'll take him with the cover, but I I just I don't trust the Dolphins. They they either they either do exactly what you need them to do. Or it's a complete opposite. Yeah, I'm gonna as much as I'm with you, I don't trust the Pats offense. I'm gonna choose them in this game. Home field, their defense is playing good right now. They especially like last week when they really rallied against a let's a, a, a peaking currently Bengals team. Yeah, I, I'm gonna pick the the Pats to cover. Um, do we really need to explain Colts Giants? Giants fair by five and a half. It's in the Meadowlands. No, not really. Colts aren't going to win. That's it. They better yes. play Sam Ellinger. I, I We need to see more. Is he an NFL quarterback? Are you going to keep him on the roster next year? But here's the problem with that, is that the rest of your offensive line and offensive scenario right now is not an NFL roster, and it will unfairly taint the Sam Ellinger experience. Uh, that is fair. Just That's Giants amazing. to win and cover. Let's just move on. Fuck the Colts. Yeah, I agree they're, with that. They're just depressing. Uh, Cardinals, Falcons, is this the game Clint, uh, Kingsbury gets fired? Falcons fired by three in Atlanta? I don't know, man. They're getting Colt fucking McCoy back, so it's all coming up deuces. No, Falcons. Roll. Yeah. They'll run the ball down their throat. Roll. I agree with that. That's the si- they've used that same fucking establishing shot of a street like four times in Thursday Night Football tonight. I know there's other shit in Nashville. <laughs> Sorry. This is lazy producing. Nice ball by Dak. You get out before the blitz. That's good shit. So, and see, that's the stuff I talk about quarterbacks. Know what's happening on the pre-snap. Oh, he's got his foot off. Oh, that's so sad. Damn it. But, like, don't you agree with me? If you can read the play pre-snap and you know it's coming, the blitz, grow to it. Yeah. That was, a good, being, play. That was a good play by Dak. Being smart's the greatest tool a quarterback can have. Yep. Here is we're, – we're taking Falcons and covering. That is correct. Bears-Lions, absolute biggest game in Detroit in years, maybe decades. The Lions have to get this game to stay in the playoff hunt. I'm a little worried, though. Okay, this is what I'll say. Okay. I know you let me down last week, Detroit, and that's fine. No one's okay. perfect. But the Bears' defense is not good. It's not good at all. And they have no one to fucking throw to. I know you're better than that. your run defense was last week, so just please... Go out there and be who you are and beat the Bears and cover. Please. Six points, baby. Just, you can do it. I believe in you. This is me picking you. We have been on the Lions bandwagon all year. This is a pro Lions podcast. Bring us home, baby. <laughs> I need you to in the, the promised land. Please. Because you're so much more entertaining than the fucking commies. Yeah, or Giants. Let's just be honest. Um, Broncos, Chiefs. Nathaniel Hackett's What's the gone. line? It's 12 and a half. 
Give me the Broncos. Uh, sorry, the Chiefs to win, but the Broncos to cover. They're going to get that the fucking shithead coaches gone bump this week, and that terrifies me. I'm not sure it'll be enough to overcome Kansas City, though. I agree with that. I, I think Russell has a good game. I mean, God he was playing it. well against the Chiefs before he got killed by his own turf. Yeah, we'll see. Well, like we got to see. Is maybe the vibes are just fucked in uh Denver. Oh no, they have been, but I do. Th- he he was playing well before he got hurt against the Chiefs. Yeah, he was playing better, but he also came back and, you know, got rocked around by the fucking Rams defense, so... Right. Uh, Dallas has completed a really big first down there. Clock's taking 13 minutes left to go. They're in the red zone. The ball's on the 14 or 13? It's on the 13-yard line. Let's see how they snap. Man, they line up in too much shotgun. No, they don't. It's fine. The Chiefs run shotgun like 80% of the time or something like that. It's fine. But they have Patrick Mahomes. This is Dak Prescott. Yeah, Dak Prescott works well out of the shotgun too. What are, what's your point? Nice little <laughs> bubble screen CD. Anyway, moving on. Eagles, Saints. Eagles are favored by six and a half. Saints have to win this game to stay right in any sort of contention. Yeah, uh, they need a lot of help to win it in NFC South. I do think they bring it. I don't know if Jalen Hurts is playing or Minshew. I like the Saints to cover. The better team should win. And for the love of God, Eagles, if you can't beat Andy Dalton like the Browns couldn't, we're going to have a different discussion come Monday. What a ball by Dak. Nice catch by Schultz, too. Hell yeah. All right, so now it's 23 to 13. PAT makes it 24 here in a minute. What do you like for the Eagles? I, I like the Saints covering, but the Eagles winning. I like the Eagles winning cover. I think against a team like the Browns, whose offense has struggled at times this year, it kind of made sense that the Saints are able to keep pace and shut them down. Even with Gardner Minshew, the Eagles are too explosive. They have too good of an O-line, although this will be a good litmus test to see what they're like without Wayne Johnson. Yeah. And their defense – should be able to somewhat contain Andy Dalton. Give me the Eagles to win and cover. But I feel like the Saints defense is better than the Cowboys outside of the pass rush between the two teams. I think they're equal. Like, you think the Dallas back end is equal to the Saints back end? I think they're roughly equivalent. Okay. All right, here we go. This should be America's Game of the Week. I'm sorry. No, America's Game of the Week is on Monday Night Football. Uh, that you, you know what facts. I apologize. This is the second best game of the week. Panthers Bucks, baby. When we thought the Panthers were dead, uh, what's our coach Steve Wilkes? The fighting Wilkes, baby. He's he better be the head coach. It's a He's hell of our, an audition if it is. I mean, he, yeah, he deserved better in Arizona than what he got. I think yeah. we all agreed with that. He deserved better than what he got there, especially getting fired for fucking Cliff Kingsbury. He's there better there. He's getting another shot, and that team has looked a lot better since he took over for Matt Rule. So, yeah, I, 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 I'm I, picking the Panthers to win, mostly because they just have more energy. They look more alive. Like The Buccaneers look like they're just waiting to die. The season has been miserable. They have too much talent to be truly terrible, but Tom's not playing great. Their O-line's not playing great. No one's playing great. And they just don't look like they give a shit out there. I mean, they barely scrapped together a win against the fucking Trace McSorley Cardinals. I mean, come on, guys. 
But on the other side, the Panthers look energized. They've been, their running attacks really gotten going. Sam Darnold's looked okay since he came back and their defense is really playing well. So I think if anything, the Panthers are going to win this game just simply because they have the energy and the drive. And sometimes that's enough, especially against a team like the Buccaneers, who's sorry as fuck. No, absolutely. I, I think Sam Darnold is really helping his career by playing well during this stretch. Um, that Panthers defense is flying. That was a great move by not trading Burns mm-hmm. at the deadline. The Bucks, though, I, I will say this, though. If they can win this game, they get Ryan Jensen back, their center, for wildcard weekend. They activate him from the IR today. Right? Or would he not be back till? Oh, no, he wouldn't be back till the divisional round. No, if he's been activated from the IR, he has four weeks to come back. He can play. I thought it was week. 21 days. No, you have 21 days to come back, but they can activate him at any time. Okay. So they'll bring him back for the wildcard game. And that, I know he hasn't played all year. That's pretty big. <sighs> I can't stop yawning. I apologize. So sorry. Um, but I like the Panthers too. I They haven't played such inspired football. I think if you are a fan of that team, you have to be proud of the way they have fought back. You better call for Steve Wilkes to be the next head coach. He deserves it. I just don't know what they do in the draft because Donald has played better and I'm willing to give him another year because he has talent. A lot of it. So, all right. Uh, next game is the Browns Commanders. I mentioned earlier that Carson Wentz is starting again. I think this is the right move. This also could be catastrophic. Sorry, who are they playing again? I They're playing space. the Browns, and it's two points for the commies at home. This is tough. Where I'm are we going to get... pick the commies, and here's okay. why. Okay. As much as I don't believe in Carson, nothing the Browns offense has shown me, especially since Deshaun came back, it's led me to believe they're going to be some super explosive force out of nowhere. The commies defense is good. It's not great, but they, they're they pretty decent. And Chase then Young's they, back. Chase Young's back. And then on the other side of the ball, the, the, the commanders have weapons. Despite my reservations about, despite my reservations about Carson, and admittedly my reservations about Taylor Heineke, they do have weapons. Antonio Gibson, Terry McLaurin, Chris Olave, Curtis Samuel. They've got guys. They've got guys who can absolutely help you put up points. So I'm going to pick the commies. They have better talent on at least one side of the ball. And they just playing better right now, despite what happened on Monday. Although in fair, or was that Monday Night Football? Which commanders, commanders, Niners. No, that was a Sunday afternoon or Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Time is a time is an illusion. Um, but they, they hung with the Niners for a decent chunk of that game before, like, the Heineke turnover fest really turned that game in San Fran's favor. So there's a good team there, as much as I think they're a little... So give me the commies to win this game. Yeah, I, I would go with that. And I also want to say this, before Carson got hurt, that offense was actually really explosive. They made big chunk plays that's similar to the Colts. But at the same time, Carson is such a wild card when it comes to his erratic play. I thought Carson got benched. No, he got hurt. 
That's why Taylor played. Yeah, but they weren't exactly that offense wasn't doing great before. Okay, that doesn't. It, it was it was just like last year with the Colts. It was so identical. They would make these great big explosive plays, and then he would have a dumb turnover, or right. he just didn't play well for a few series. I like the Commanders too. I just don't trust the Browns' offense whatsoever. We there's no reason to pick them until we see Deshaun actually play well. And that's where I stand. Last game of the early slate is the Jaguars-Texans. I I do think the Texans can do something. What's the line? It's four. Give me the Jags, mostly because the Jags are... The Jags are starting to hit their stride, and they need every win. They're not going to be like... They're just not going to ambush teams. And And the Jags have an air attack, which the Titans didn't bring to town last week. God. So despite reservations about the Jaguars defense, I think they should be able to win this game somewhat comfortably. Cause they're not going to underestimate the Texans because, you know, they've been them before. So fuck it. We're not doing that. Give me the give me the Jags to win and cover. I think the Jags only win by five or six. I really think this is gonna be a close game. The Texans have been playing better balls of late the last three weeks. I just wouldn't be shocked to see the Texans win. I'm not going to pick it. I'm going to pick the Jags to cover. Mm-hmm. But I just wouldn't be shocked if the Texans win that game. And they need to be careful not screwing themselves out of the one seed. They need to be a little careful with that because they play Indianapolis next week. They win both those games and Indy loses out. It'd be nice. Saying, mm-hmm. all right, late slate. Two good games. Two not so good games. Let's start with the bad ones. 49ers Raiders. Niners fair by nine and a half. Do we really need to Well, you don't think Jared Stidham's gonna write the Niners defense on fire? Cause I don't either. Yeah, give me the Niners to win a cover by a healthy margin. The other not good game was Chargers Rams. No, it will be close. No, it will not. No, 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 no. It is Chargers Law. It will be close. No, uh they could play the 85 Bears and lose by three, and they could play the 0-16 Lions and win by three. It is but, just the Chargers' way. They'll win because the no. Rams are dog crap, but it will be close. What's the line? It's six and a half. Don't overthink it. You said this last week, and you've cucked me out of picking the Saints, you bastard. <laughs> Don't ever don't, think it, Neil. <laughs> don't use don't, your brain. No. Chargers hard. cover. Chargers cover. Oh, I think they'll win right. by seven. I just think it'll be a close game. That's or, knowing my luck, the Chargers will jump out to like a 21-point lead, but still, a Chargers cover. And win. Love that. All right. Here's the two good games. Let's start with the Jets, Seahawks, and Seattle. You're counting that as a good game? Because both teams have to win. They're both going to play very <laughs> desperate. The Jets are actually fair by one and a half. And I agree with that. With Mike White, 100%. I, I, I like them covering. I think Mike White is just an average quarterback, but that's all they need to be successful. I've just been concerned about the Seahawks. Past, but the, the Seahawks last couple of weeks. Their defense is backsliding a little bit. 
they haven't been able to get consistent pressure. The injuries are mounting up, especially at the receiver position and offense. And frankly, Geno hasn't looked as good the last couple of weeks as he did earlier in the season. Right. This is not a team that's playing particularly well right now. I mean, they just almost got go- they almost got goose egg by the fucking Chiefs offense. That's the defense. I mean, that's unideal. So I just don't think they're playing good football. And as weird as the Jets have been recently with Mike White back in the fold, at least that gives them some verve. Give me the Jets to win this game because they just, they're a more complete team on both sides of the ball. And frankly, I think their offense will be better. I just, I've seen nothing out of the Seahawks. How damning is it that Zach Wilson went from starter to the inactive quarterback again? Very damning. We had this conversation on what was it Monday when he got when he got fucking benched for Chris Straveler when they needed to win the game. That was it. I think he's just done in New York. Hopefully not done the league. There's talent. It's just it's there's no confidence at the moment. All right, and the last good game of the afternoon slate is the Vikings Packers. Packers have to win this game. They're favored by three and a half. The Packers are favored. That's in home. It's at home. I'm taking the Vikings. I am too. I do not believe in the vaunted Packers defense quite as much right now. They clearly didn't have. I mean, clearly they'll change their game plan. What? They, they won't leave Justin Jefferson open. Yeah, they better not. But I just the Vikings have more offensive firepower. And like, oh, the Vikings already clinched, but one, they could get the one seed, and two, God, wouldn't it feel nice to knock the Packers out of the fucking playoffs? Exactly in their home building, and their defense has been a little better as of late. Justin Jefferson, I believe, can get the single season receiving record, like NFL or Vikings. I think it's Vikings. He already got the Vikings one last week. Oh, so it's NFL. I think he can. I saw something about it. Oh, it's go- 17 games. He did it in 16, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> He's unreal. Just unreal. All right. Yeah, I like the Vikings. I think Kirk plays a good game. Yeah. I trust Kirk to play a good game. He knows they need this. Knock Wait, your what right time does this game start? It's at 425. It's not prime time. It's close. It is close. It is CBS. We're running. We're running into danger as we get to the fourth quarter. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Let me check if Nance and Roma are calling the game because it's on CBS. Stand by. Hold on. Oh shit! Those two. Oh no! (laughs) Oh no! I'll 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 play with the devil. I'll dance with them. I'll dance with them. Let's pick the Vikings. All right, uh, Tennessee's punting with less than 10 minutes to go. It's not great, Bob. Not good. Let's see where this punt lands. Wow, that was almost a spectacular punt. In the yeah, 20, 20 needed to not give up on that. He could have, like, jumped up and tapped that. Actually, I'm not sure. What's the rule on that? Because he already ran into the end zone. Could he jump up and still not be in caught? No, because he already touched the end zone. Okay, yeah. Yep. All right, Sunday Night Football, the AFC North. The Steelers-Ravens, probably no Lamar. He hasn't practiced this week, so our boy Tyler Huntley has a a two-and-a-half-point spread. I hate that. That I hate this game. I'm going Steelers, and I hate doing that because I love Tyler. I love everything about Tyler Huntley. I'm going Ravens. 
that I just changed my own mind. Going Ravens and covering. I can't go against Tyler Huntley. No, I, I just go- can't. He's he's his team is better than Steelers. Exactly. I just and- wish he had somebody to throw the fucking ball to besides Mark Andrews. Look, I agree with you, but the, I have no faith in the Steelers' offense right now. I mean, yeah, I know they won last week, but 13 points on the Raiders' defense? Seriously? Yeah. Like, it's concerning. And I, I think even with their deficiencies on offense, which, by the way, if the Raiders are looking at blowing it up or looking to trade Devontae, Ravens, you better be on line fucking one. Two first-rounders immediately. And you bring back Lamar. Well, yeah, in that case, yes, you bring back Lamar. Okay. See what he can do with a real-ass receiver. Me. Nice. All right, here we go. This might be the game of the year. Am I wrong? No, I'm not, not arguing with that. It's okay, it's you just stop drinking your water. I got concerned. I have to breathe. No, you don't. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, it's right. one of the three. I mean, it's either <laughs> it's either Chiefs Bills, Chiefs Bengals, or Bengals Bills. One of those. We'll see all in the AFC because the AFC is like, fuck it, we're gonna kill each other. We're gonna go nuclear every year. The stark fucking contrast between the AFC playoffs, but it's been that way. Well, even think about it back in the day when it was Peyton, Tom Brady, Drew Brees until he went to the Saints, didn't put Philip Rivers in for Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger. Like, it's been that way for 20 years. And this year on the NFC side, there is Jalen Hurts. Dak Prescott, mileage may vary. Kirk Cousins, and then like Brock Purdy, the the ch- the charred remains of Tom Brady, yada yada. And then over on the AFC side, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow. I'm missing somebody. Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, possibly Lamar Jackson. Injuries pending. <laughs> it's like it's like the ultimate showdown over there. Then the NFC is like, I mean, the Trevor NFC's Lawrence. Just like, I beat Daniel Jones. And then- <laughs> I mean, you have Trevor Lawrence too, who's starting to play better. Yeah, like it's the the NFC is all of a sudden like as like the, the ultimate quarterback gauntlet in the NFC is like, congrats, you get to play Brock Purdy, which again, he's one of the better ones in that field. Um, I was listening to, and this will make sense. I get to, I was listening to a Utah sports radio talk show about Utah football, and they had KJ Wright on from the Seattle Seahawks back when it was the Legion of Boone. Nice ball by Dak. Hey, if you had Dak over 230 passing yards or 235, cash. Anyway. Wait till he throws a... Didn't you have the the 202 passing touchdowns? We don't talk about my gambling. (laughs) Well, Neil cashed that one. Um, So, anyway, I was listening to him, and he was on the Legion of Boom. He said, we would have loved playing a third-string quarterback. They, They would never win. The problem is there's no defense that's going to make them pay until the playoffs. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Bills, Bengals. It's in Cincinnati. Beloved city. I love Cincinnati. By I'm way, also you, fond of Cincy. Did you see that they're trying to get a bowl game there, and they're going to call it the Cincinnati Chili Bowl game? Are they I celebrating mean, that abomination? You motherfucker. We will 
If it is just the stuff you put on hot dogs, it would be fine. That is a perfectly acceptable form of chili. But serving on the blandest fucking spaghetti I've ever seen with raw onions? No. It is a crime against God and you know it. Don't make me say it. Every time you put chili on top of that fucking spaghetti, an Italian grandmother spontaneously bursts into tears knowing what you have done to her beloved national treasure. I wish I could believe what I want to say, but I can't, so I won't say it. <laughs> and that's Texas barbecue is better than Kansas City barbecue. <laughs> Enter the fucking Thunderdome right now, you and me. <laughs> I, I just said I if can't. If your barbecue burn. tasted good, you'd put sauce on it. That's because we can make good sauce to go with the good barbecue, Texas. We're not just like, oh, we oversmoked this brisket. Eat it raw, you pussy. Like, no, fuck you. Our barbecue normal tastes better, and we make good sauce, which you fuckers haven't cracked. You've just deluded yourselves into thinking it doesn't need sauce. Anyway, you can tell Neil and I are very passionate about our... Well, <laughs> I'm not from Cincinnati. I grew up close to it, like an hour and a half, two hours. Skyline Chili is good. And anybody... On hot dogs. That's fine. I can accept that the spaghetti noodles is weird for people that are not from that area. I get it. However... Kansas City's barbecue is elite. There's nothing like it. That's why I say I can't believe what yeah. I'm going to say because it's not true. All right, let's talk about the actual game. Mm-hmm. So I'm really confused why the Bills are favored. I am too. I don't like that one bit. My coworker today was like, oh, yeah, the Bills win by Billy. I'm like, um, when has the Bills played good? Uh, it's like week seven. I, yeah, ever since that Chiefs game, Packers game, actually. Ever since that second half, they've not been the same team. I know the score indicates they played well against the Bears, but they really didn't. They it's ran the ball well, but Josh hasn't played well. I know. I saw somebody arguing, like, oh, if you took if you took uh, Josh's first seven games and put him at the last part of the year, he'd be an MVP candidate. I'm like, okay, possibly. Cool. Cool. But the problem is, is that he did play those first seven games, and he's looked kind of eh ever since, as the Bills as a team have been. I'm picking Cincy in this game. 100%. They just, they've, like, last, the second half, they've had, they've been able to score the last couple of weeks, kind of under the radar, but almost blowing that big lead to New England was a bit concerning. And that first half against the Bucks was also concerning. But right now, they have been the better team. If they line can keep Joe clean, which they've been better at. And there's I, a problem I, with that. Lano Collins is out. Oh, God, right. No, I'm, I'm not going to change sticking, my no, pick. I'm sticking with it because like, I like Greg Rousseau. I like that, te- that defensive tackle. There's his name I can never fucking remember. But they're not like the killers you need to... Yeah, like take over and win a game like Vaughn Miller, which is the kind of guys that give <laughs> give the Bengals a problem. And their defense has not been playing as good. Their 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 secondary hasn't been as good. Their pass rush hasn't been as good. And Lord knows the Bengals can carve you up. And then offensively, the Bengals are a good defensive team. They do things to make your offense have trouble. Certain teams can beat them, like, but with the way the the Bills have been playing. I'm not sure they're going to do it because if they can find a way to make take away Stephon Diggs, it's over. Like he I has don't... nobody to throw the ball to because yeah, cool. Gabe Davis has regressed that bad. He doesn't throw it to Dawson for some reason. 
and we're really going to rely on Cole Beasley and Isaiah McKenzie? Nah. And trust me, when they get to those 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 big those big long passing downs, Cincinnati is unafraid to do the three man the rush three spy on those downs. And their linebackers have- are good yeah. enough to try and get him and to get Josh in space when he tries to break. So it's what they did to Mahomes last year. It's what they did on the final play this year. Although, admittedly, that play was more on Orlando Brown Jr. insta losing against a three man. But we're okay. We're they're okay very now. willing to do that coverage, and that can throw mobile quarterbacks like Josh Shallon up. I'm picking the Bengals in this game. Maybe, also, the, maybe this is the week the Bills put it together and get it right for the playoffs. But I, I mean, I, I would know, love to see that. I also think there's a huge advantage when you have Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and Joe they're Mason. Receiving, their receiving core is so fucking good. And they have Hayden Hurst now. Yeah, good luck. With Joe Burrow, good luck. Mm-hmm. Good luck. But and, and this is the thing, though. I think the without Von Miller, I think the Bengals had the better roster because the quarterbacks, cancel each, the quarterbacks cancel each other out. Both old lines are mid or worse. The Bengals have better receivers. They have better running backs. Tight end is kind of washed. And then I like the Bengals defense more than the Bills because they don't have Von Miller. I don't Von Miller entirely mean, disagree. Von meant that much to their team. Because well, he's that dude. He's that dude who will get you the kill. He did it against the Chiefs. He's done it against other teams. He did it in the fucking Super Bowl for the Rams that year. Vaughn is that dude who will take over a game. And without him there, they don't have that guy on defense unless like Greg Rousseau or somebody really steps up. Cowboys. So the Cowboys get the field going in, <laughs> kick off, they kick in the fucking out of bounds. Uh, kickers. They are ca- covering now. Oh, they're showing the new Oh, look, they're showing the that shopping mall. Uh, stop it. That stadium's going to be awesome when it's it done. It looks like a fucking shopping mall outside. It looks like an upscale shopping mall that got built, like, you know, in those, like, gentrified neighborhoods that pop up and they're, like, all glass and, like, things. Like, they have, like, outdoor cafes and, like, this pops up and you're, like, down the streets, like, like a random-ass neighborhood development. It looks like one of those malls it's on the fair. outside. It's fair. It's fair. All right. So we're both – that that's week 17. Yeah. So six minutes to go, and with that, Neil, it is time to go over the New Year's Six Bulls. But before then, I want to wish everybody good luck in your fantasy championship, except for my team. My two teams shit the bed last week. We're going to play for third. Neil's trying to play taps. and uh, Wow, all right, Josh Dobbs. Also trying. Oh, oh. Trying to play taps. Was playing taps. Also worked for the Titans. <laughs> it, it did, because uh, he, he got away from a sack and then threw a pick. So that's he pretty did much. good. The first part was good, Josh. It's the second part that has us concerned. Yeah. Yeah, that's game. Yeah. That's game. Okay, let's go to the near six games. Six of them. It's glorious. We're gonna start with the first one, which is which is Friday, December 30th, is the Orange Bowl, the Battle of the Oranges, Tennessee and Clemson. Ah, the ESPN. Orange Bowls. It's at 8 p.m. 
Neil, who do you like between the Battle of the Oranges? It should be an easy pick, in my opinion. Is it, though? I, it is because Tennessee doesn't have the guy that got him to this point. Yeah, the no Hinden Herker really hurts that Tennessee team. They have not been the same team since he went out. It just clearly – they have that bad loss to South Carolina – their offense, I don't think, has had as much pop without him there. And that's a shame. And then Hooker was ha- finally having a nice year, all wasting all those years at Virginia Tech. And, yeah, I, I, you're right. Uh, as much as I'm worried about the Clemson offense, even, like, post-DJ, starting two freshmen scary, but give me Clemson. Their defense is better. Their offense should be better with Kade uh, Klubnik, Kublinik, Kublinik. Something like that. They're fair by six. The game's at 8 o'clock on – Eastern time on ESPN. I like Clemson too, just because men and hookers not there. So it's that simple. I hate that for Tennessee. They had a dream season. Oh my God, Dak. Let's not try and. That was scurry. <laughs> See this? Fucking Cowboys. <laughs> I can't take you seriously because of that stupid shit. Just run the fucking ball. Run. And then Dan Quinn's throwing shit away on camera, pissed off. And he's not really pissed, but I, I would be pissed if I was him. Um. Yeah, I like Clemson as well. Uh, Sugar Bowl, New Year's Eve. We have three New Year's Eve games: Sugar Bowl, and then the two other games. Uh, that one is at noon. It's Alabama and Kansas State. Alabama's favored by six and a half. Yes, because none of their players are opting out. Yeah, they're going to murder Kansas State. Yeah, I love UK State, but. With Bryce Young and Will Anderson playing, I don't know though. It's like let's no. let's let's talk here. No, 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 no. There let's, is no. Let's over- have a conversation. Alabama has not been that impressive this year. Their offense hasn't. They haven't had the receivers they've had in the past. Their offense quite hasn't quite had that spark. They have scuffled at times against like Texas A&M and other teams. K State has a ferocious physical hard-hitting defense and their offense they have a great running back in deuce vaughn uh will howard since he's taken over the spot from adrian martinez has been a great quarterback for them they've Sorry, done I, some... I'm, I'm reacting to cowboys punting with five minutes ago um they've looked really good since will howard took over and uh that's, he that's kick must... catch interference no that's kick catch interference okay i was like <laughs> did he really just did you not that? see the cowboy just like standing like hi in his face <laughs> hi neighbor like that's Dang kick man. catch holy watch watch the replay watch where the cowboy is just hello <laughs> no attempts to get out of the way <laughs> Like, no, you can't do that. Like, I know he, the guy moves up to come get it, but that's on you to move out of the way. There's no way that's not kick catch interference. No. Anyway, <laughs> fuck you. Talk about Alabama. So you think Kansas State? Also, it touched down the Dallas player first. It hit the guy's thigh. Yeah, kick catch. That's what I fucking thought. <laughs> that's so bad. Anyway. I'm just saying, this is not the Alabama team of years past. They don't have the offensive spark as much as I like Bryce Young. Like Cameron Lotti's fine. Uh, they're running back Jamar Gibbs. Jamar Gibbs. Mm-hmm. He's good. I, I just don't know if they have the. I think K State has a shot in this game. I'm going to choose Bama. I, I just think that I, I do have some reservations about K State's offense against a better defense like Alabama's. So I am going to pick Bama to win and probably cover in this game. 
But I do see a road for K-State if they can establish the ground game with Deuce Vaughn, get their play-action game going, and their defense can make life just tough, tough, tough for that Bama offense, they could stay in this game. Yeah, they have to win the trenches. I'm just – I'm not confident they'll do that against Alabama. If you're Alabama, it's – it's not like years past where they don't get in the CFP and they just don't care. I feel like they care. And that says a lot about who is there in the building and in that program. I I would love to see K-State win. I just can't see it. This this Bama team is pissed. They want they did not want the season to go the way it did. They feel like they got slighted, which they really didn't out of the playoff. They'll play well. I like also, K State's had a good year. I mean, oh, they let's, let's, let's talk, they let's talk about their, let's talk about their three losses. So they lost to Tulane, who well, we first we were all laughing, but now is a fucking New Year Six team. They lost to TCU on the road when their starting quarterback went down. Now, admittedly, the backup that came in has been the guy that's kind of helped them spark uh, peak at the back half of their season, but it was his first game coming in cold. That's always the thing. And then they had a loss on the road to Texas, which Alabama can tell you about how hard that shit is. Also, um, unlike the SEC, the Big 12 and Pac-12 actually played nine conference opponents. And I mean, not instead eight. of randomly playing uh, like the Citadel, which I think is the opponent that uh, Auburn but... played. Well, no, I'm trying to think what coach was, was bashing the SEC scheduling today. Cause, like bringing up like, um, literally everybody. Everybody does, but here's the thing: what what's the SEC's incentive to stop? None. Exactly. They're not going to. Um. Anything more on that game before we go to the CFP games? Who's your pick? Oh, I'll take a Bama. Take a Bama with the cover. All right. First playoff game, four o'clock Eastern, ESPN, TCU, Michigan, and the Fiesta Bowl. So. I hope this is a good game. I pray. I have a sneaking suspicion it's not going to. I feel Look, like it might be an ass beating. I like TCU. I love what they've done this year, but I've said it in personal chats. I've said it every time I've watched them. I think they're they full disclosure, before I say anything more, they absolutely deserve to be in the CFP with their playoff resume, with what they did, even with the loss in the 12th title, their resume and everything they've done. They deserve to be and in the CFP. And it was a CFP. close loss. Exactly. It was a close loss to a top 10 team in K-State. And our, you could argue they got job by the refs a bit in the overtime of that game. Now they did kind of fuck themselves over, but that's beside the point. TCU 100% deserves to be in this field. They deserve to be the three seed, and it was absolutely right call to get them in. That being said, I have major reservations about this TCU team. I don't trust their defense, really, that much against better, higher-quality competition. And Michigan's offense has started to hum when J- since J.J. McCarthy has took over. Holy shit, he's so much better than uh, oh, uh, Blake McNamara. Yeah, Blake McNamara. He's brought some real spark to their offense that looked a lot better. And then on the other side of the ball, TCU has some good weapons on offense, but I have a little – I just don't know if their defense and if can their offensive line can keep up with the big boys that Michigan's got up front. Because Michigan plays a – I I feel I know Utah Penn State will be really good from a trenches perspective, but could you imagine Utah Michigan going to war? Oh my God, people might die in the field. <laughs> like, 
Okay, full disclosure. So Neil and I, we've said we've been in the band. So my senior year, which was Neil's kind of senior year, but he, he had one more semester left, so he came back. Our first home game was against Michigan. Harbaugh's first game at Michigan. That our that 2015, my senior yeah, yeah. year. That game was a war. And Michigan wasn't Michigan yet. No, that was the that was the baby. That was like the genesis of Michigan under Harbaugh. And my God. I've never seen harder hits in my life. Still to this day. And That's that sh- that can bother like spread based teams like TCU, like just yeah. the constant hitting and hitting and hitting and hitting and hitting. I mean, that's kind of what K State did to them in that game. Like, don't be right, TCU rallied and made a great comeback in that game. But when you're just getting beat to shit every single time you chip the ball, it grates on people. As it's USC, not in their first string, it's their second string that does it too with Michigan. They're oh, yeah. just so deep. Just wave after wave after wave. And I just think Michigan's defense is too good. I think their offense has enough spark with J.J. McCarthy. I know they've had some lackluster performances. but and then Corn being out sucks. That does suck. I would love for – I think Michigan could be a title contender if Blake Corum was still Oh, 100%. Because in college That'll... ball, a running back can still make a difference. And a, look at a back as good as Blake Corum could help them a lot. Um. But I think they'll be fine for this game. I just I have I have my reservations about TCU. I've had them all year, which is not to say they shouldn't be here. It's like Cincinnati last year. Do I think they're going to be particularly competitive in this game? Not necessarily. They still fucking deserve to be here, though. They've done all the legwork. So, yeah, give me Michigan to win and cover. I, I just think they've got too much. I agree. It was nine and a half, and it's seven and a half. Yeah, I like, I like about a like a six point line in this game. TC TCU's got some like magical mystery bullshit going on with them this year, which is awesome. But at the same time, it, it's a little concerning. Like there was one point this year where they played like six Big Twelve games, and all six of the starting quarterbacks had gotten hurt in the game. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, like there's an argument to be made that KU might have beat them if Jalen mm-hmm. Daniels doesn't get hurt. Slash, they call a pass interference call in the fourth quarter that ended KU's last drive. There's there's with all teams, there's a couple of hairy games here and there, but I like TCU. They deserve to be there, but I think Michigan's the better team. Next game, it is the Peach Bowl, which is a de facto home game for Georgia against Ohio State. Georgia's favorite six and a half. And you know what? That's absolutely right. This Ohio State team is good. They are. Uh, Jackson said the Jigam is probably not going to play, which makes sense. He's been hurt yeah, all year. And it- Despite what they keep, despite how ESPN was phrasing it of a, oh, sick Majiga opts out of the bowl game, he wasn't cleared. He wasn't cleared to play. And he's it's been like Dalton Kincaid for Utah. Yeah, it's like he's hurt and he's not cleared to play. So why the fuck would he be playing? No, sit out, get healthy, get ready for the draft. <clears throat> but you would either be cold or not healthy. So fuck that. Don't do that. They still have Marvin Harrison Jr., who, <sighs> Jesus Christ. But. The problem is, is we've seen them match up with a top team, very somewhat similar defensively, in Michigan. And Michigan ran them the fuck over. And Georgia is the big, bad version of Michigan. Georgia's defense is fucking stacked for the second goddamn year in a row with NFL talent. And they lost almost all of it to the NFL last year. And they're still a brutal threshing machine of a defense. And then an offense, like, look, Stetson of Bennett, be in the Heisman conversation? I'd argue no, no. No. But he can absolutely orchestrate that offense. He 
He is a system QB. He does exactly what you need him to do. He doesn't turn the ball over. He makes the plays when he needs to. And he lets all the other playmakers on that offense do shit for him. And he doesn't get in the way. And you know what? When you have a team as talented as Georgia, that's enough. I just, I think Georgia's defense is just too menacing. I think they'll shut down Ohio State. And I think they'll be able to run over what has not been a very good Ohio State defense, in my opinion. I will say top this. competition. CJ Stroud could get the number one overall pick with a win. Yeah, if he plays really, really well against this against this uh, Georgia defense, I could see that shifting the conversation a bit in him and Bryce Young. Yeah, I don't um, think that's going to happen though. I got to see him move in the pocket better and run. Uh, but I'm taking Georgia with six and a half. Same. I'm going to take Georgia too. Uh, Cotton Bowl, New Year's. Oh, this is not New Year's Day. It is January 2nd. Apologies. New Year's Day is on a Sunday, so we can't play bowl games for some fucking reason because the NFL and the college football are basically a fucking, like, like two mobs colluding to stay out of each other's territory. Tulane, USC. This one should be spicy. And it's at, what time is this game at? It is at 1 o'clock on ESPN. I, I, I expect to shoot out. I don't. Really? Well, because Caleb Williams isn't playing. Isn't he hurt still? I thought he was playing. Oh, is he playing? I thought he wasn't. Maybe that's why the Lions too. Yeah, I didn't think he was playing. And regardless. Well, well, regardless now, I'm taking Tulane. Well, it's nope. Tulane's a really well-coached team. They're very good defensively. They do enough on offense. Like, this is a good team. They're very well-coached. They play good football. And I, I just think USC is going to be banged up. I thought I thought Jordan Addison and Caleb Jordan Addison's not up. playing. I do know yeah, that. Jordan Addison's Here's not playing. Here's the thing, though. Like, USC doesn't play defense. Yeah. Tulane has a really good offense. They're and I think win. they have a good defense. Yeah, I, I, I'm picking Cowboys. Tulane in this game, too. Sorry, the Cowboys playing again. Two minutes ago. Get, give me Tulane. They'll, yeah. they'll cover and win. I think with no Caleb Williams to like really buoy that I I didn't think he was playing. I thought he was resting because he was still hurt. He just he just tore his fucking hammy like a month ago. There's no way he's playing. No, give me Tulane. Yeah, give me Tulane. Doesn't even matter. They'll be ready to go, and then Tulane I think defensively will be more than more than willing to try and do what Utah did to USC, which is just hit and hit and hit and hit and hit and hit. Speaking of Utah, then Penn State are going to war. I'm worried about this game with no Kincaid and no Clark Phillips. That that worries me a little bit. I would be worried if this was last year's Utah's defense, but I'm not as worried. Because Micah Bernard's not playing corner. Oh, God. Poor Micah Bernard. I think Utah wins and covers. Like I think they win by a field goal. What's the line? It's two. For Utah? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna pick Utah. Cam Rising's gonna be playing. He's he should stay another year in my Penn State's opinion. missing their best corner too. Yes, and sign me up for that. Mm-hmm. And I think Cam Rising's knee is feeling a little better. He's walking around that sleeve still. I bet he's a bit more mobile. But like Penn State, is Bailey gonna play? Yes. Okay. But the thing is, when Penn State plays good teams with good offenses, defenses, they've gone blown out this year. Yeah, I think Utah just brings a little too much. They they're still gonna have all their, their full complement of running backs, including Jaquindon Jackson, who has really emerged later in the year. Uh, is he coming back next year, Jaquindon? Uh why wouldn't he? 
Yeah, because if he plays well, he can maybe convince NFL teams that he's a running back now. Um, so yeah, Quinton Jackson's really come on late. I think Utah's receiving course started to step up, especially in Devon Bailey's absence. Money Parks had some really nice games down the stretch for them. Yasmin. Uh, yeah, Thomas, Thomas Yasmin has been good at the tight end position. And Cam Rising is just, he's a dual threat guy. He probably won't be in the NFL, admittedly, but in college, he's a dual threat guy who can make you pay with his arm and his legs. And I just like what they can do offensively better than Penn State. And I think their defenses match up pretty comparably. So yeah, give me Utah. And admittedly, this is coming from a place of bias. I'll admit that. So please don't take this as betting advice, but I I think they can get the job done this year. They almost got the job done last year. Fuck it. With half a defense. Yeah, half a defense. And I think the experience will matter. I know it's still the granddaddy of them all. But it does help being there just last year. Penn State hasn't been there since 2017, and I doubt anybody from this team was on that team. I don't know. Their fucking starter's been there forever. I can't remember his name. Sean right Clifford. Now, but... Yeah, Sean Clifford. He's been there for like eight years, it feels like. Yeah. And the Cowboys officially won. 27-13. They cover. Yay! Go on, you Cowboys. And that's a wrap. Yeah. Uh, the Cowboys need to play better, though. That even in the second half, they mm. did. They had like two nice drives and then did nothing. Nothing. So, so that's they need to. But again, it's a Thursday night game on a short week after a big game last week, which they probably prepared and prepared and prepared for. Then short turnaround, no lead time, so I can maybe excuse it a little bit. Yeah, I agree with that. Neil, you got anything you want to add before we put a bow on it? uh no no i'm good i'm excited for the new year six games um i'm actually really excited uh i think there's gonna be some really fun games like honestly K-State. oh if you're into the winter classic that happens too on monday who's in the winter classic this it year? is the penguins and bruins at fenway yeah the bruins are gonna win that right well they refuse to lose at home so yeah I wish it was Penguins Capitals with uh, Crosby but and Ovechkin, but hey, whatever. It's fine. One more time. Apparently, um, Capitals Hurricanes is the stadium series down in Raleigh, which would be awesome. And then the Heritage Classic, which is the Canadian version of the Winter Classic, is Oilers Flames in Edmonton. Which sign me up for anytime Connor McDavid's on national TV. All right. That's a wrap, everybody. We'll be back on Monday night after the Bills Bengals war happening in Cincinnati. It'll be a war. It, that will not be a blowout. If it is, I'll be devastated. Until then, we hope you have a great day, great weekend. Enjoy the new year. We'll see you next year. Bye, y'all.